0: It's good to be in the house of the Lord. John 15, verse 16. John 15, verse 16. You didn't choose me. Is it in red in your Bible? And who said it if it's in red? So if Jesus said it, we ought to believe it tonight. Amen? Huh? Somebody agree with me. Amen. Is it in red in your Bible? Raise your hand. I just want to see if we're a listening bunch tonight. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. I commanded you to what? Say it again. Would you go to somebody tonight, would you stand with me one second, stand with me, stand, 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 you're slow, stand, 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 with me tonight. Would you go to somebody that you didn't come with and say, I love you? I should get this on camera, in case there's a dispute afterwards, hold on. Grab your seat. Let me, let me read that to you again. Let me read that to you again. Boy, it feels good when somebody tells you that they love you. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit that will last so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in his name. And I command you to love each other. Man, we can do that. We can do that. We can love one another as Christ first loved us. I found this Bible study, this daily devotional. I get them every morning. But this one, this one here, man, I, I just felt led to share with you tonight. I had, actually, I had wrote a different message. And I had all that done by about 4 o'clock today. And God, God said, I want you to share that devotional. And I want you to share it. Some thoughts on things that can make people great. Can I say this? If you wanna be great, you gotta get in too. If you wanna go to Dallas, you gotta get in your car, you gotta start it up, you gotta go. You're not just gonna click your heels like Dorothy and go, I'm gonna go to Dallas, I wanna go to Dallas, I wanna go to Dallas. You gotta do something. You gotta get in your car, gotta put gas in it, gotta put your seatbelt on, gotta start it up, and you get then you gotta put it in drive, and then you gotta get on the interstate, then you hit forty five, and then three hours later, where are you? Some of y'all it takes four, but me it takes three. You have to do something. In order to be great, in order to be great at anything, you have to do something. And you are God's chosen people. That's why it's important for us never to be lazy. I'm going to say this, as a cowboy in me, it's hard to get along with lazy people. I can't stand somebody that would just sit down and let somebody else do it. I'm just not built that way. And even as I've gained a lot of weight over the years, it still had not made me a lazy person. I'm still running wide open. And I ask myself all the time, how come I'm gaining so much weight and I work so hard? You know, it's it's about a balanced life, one, but a life that's committed to Christ. You know, there's greatness in each and every one of us. And I want to read this story to you. I was talking to one of my friends named Jim. He was telling me this story about when he was eight years old and his mom had a baby. His father picked him up from the house to take him to the hospital to see the new baby. When they arrived, they stood in front of a big window looking into the nursery at all the newborn babies. The nursery looked, The nurse looked up, recognized the father, walked over to one of the cribs and pointed and said, this is your baby sister. Jim was wide-eyed and so excited to see his baby sister. A a A little later that day, Jim's father sat down with his son, and he began to tell him. Is everybody listening? Amen. He began to tell his son his story about the time when he was born. Jim's father was a wise man who loved his family. He began to tell him, Jim, when you were born, there was a great big window just like the one you saw today. Your mother and I stood there looking through that window at all the babies in the nursery. The nurse walked over to the window and said, You can have any baby you want, you get to pick. We looked at all of them, Jim, but we chose you. Jim was adopted. And his father wanted him to know that he was handpicked. Handpicked. He was special and he was chosen. His father went on to say, Jim, your mother and I could have chosen any baby we wanted to choose, but we chose you. I want you to know how valuable you are and how loved you are, Jim and don't ever let no one not one person tell you any difference what a great great story i think that story was not just meant for jim it was meant for the rest of us tonight i know it was because god told me to tell it i love that story because i believe what our heavenly father is saying us today is we He could have chose anyone, but instead he chose you. He appointed you. He put the greatness on the inside of you. He put the dream on the inside of you. He put the vision on the inside of you. He could have chose anybody to go to Hardin Baptist Church, but he chose you. He could have chose anybody for your job, but he chose you. He could have chose anybody to be your wife, but he chose her. Man god is so good he's got it all planned out we got greatness on the inside of us cowboy church you are valued and you are loved and you should never let anybody tell you different most of my young life my dad would say you'll never have a pot to pee or a window to throw it out he was cursing my life he said you're worthless and tits on a boar hog i didn't even know what that means until my boy started dating a hog hunter He said, you'll never amount to nothing. You'll never be worth anything. You're like this pig. You're, uh, you're, you, you, you belong in a pig pen. There's, there's no good inside of you. He cursed my life, but God had a different plan for my life. God's got plans for your life, and God's got plans for my life. Can can I share this with you right now so that you can get it? Let this be the nail that hits the hammer on the head tonight. It don't matter what man says about you. It's what God says about you. It don't matter what people say about you. It's what God says about you. You did not choose me, but I chose you, appointed you, so that you might go. Say go. That's what I was talking about. That's why after God gave me this, I I said, God, well, what are some of the things that that I do? What are some of the things that we can do as a church? What are some of the things that we can do as a mom? What are some of the things we can do as a dad? What are some of the things that we can do to prove our, our greatness? God said, get in the car and do something. Get out of the blue chair and do something. Go make a stand in your house and do something. Stand up for what you believe and do something. There's no way we're supposed to be rolled right over the top of. That don't mean that we're not supposed to go out and love our neighbor. We're supposed to be at war with people. No, God just told us to go love everybody in this same sentence. He said, I chose you. And at the end of it said, go love everybody. Wow, what a statement. So there's greatness inside of me, and if there's greatness inside of you, touch three people and say there's greatness inside of you. Well, what can I do, Brother Mark, to get that greatness out? I'm glad you asked. Because I got 40 things to help you. And we might act on it, but y'all better be lucky I took one of them off. One of them's dropped down to 100 push-ups. I was gonna get one of y'all to do that. Probably Harry. I don't know, but, but number one, listen. If we're going to be great, number one, we got to do something. We got to jump out of bed and crush the floorboards with every morning by smashing our feet and definitely taking every day for every day. How huh? somebody say that with me? Every day for every day. Join, enjoy, enjoy the day. Enjoy your day. Stop worrying about the future. Stop worrying about the weekend coming up. Stop worrying about the the, the things that we have no control in this universe over anyway. We get one day at a time, and that's a gift. Mary said to me today, she said, well, what if I don't come back? I said, honey, we can get in the car and not come back. We need to enjoy every single day. We'll put up, we'll rat nest, we'll hoard, we'll worry. We won't enjoy life. We won't take vacations. We won't do certain things afraid that this may work out if I not get this. Let me say this. Live for today. Because you're not promised tomorrow. Tomorrow. Let me back that up so some of you would understand that this is from God, not from me. That He says that none of us, not you, not me, are promised tomorrow. He said, Nobody knoweth the day and the hour that He cometh back, and nobody know the day and the hour when you're going to be gone. There's only one person that knows that, and that's God. God the Father, God the Father said that I come. And I'm gonna, I, I love those people, and I'm going to send my son Jesus that they may have life and have life more abundantly. So if you're worried all the time, and you know who you are. I don't even have to point at you. You know who you are. If you stress all the time, if you fret, if you don't have the faith, you know who you are. Tonight is your wake-up call. There's greatness inside of you. And let your feet hit the floor in the morning and say, this is the day that the Lord had made. Let's be blessed and rejoice in it. You know, it's a little different now that I'm 43 years old. When my feet hit the floor, they make kind of funny noises, <laughs> along with my knees and my back and my shoulder and my neck, and I have to start my day like, oh, Lord, too many bulls and <laughs> not enough not enough uh, easy days on my life, you know, and, and I, I used to be in the roofing business, and I would carry two bundles up at a time when I was young, and Strong. I did a lot of stupid things: jump from tall buildings, flip off houses. I'm paying for that physically. Not taking care of myself, I'm paying for that. Some of you understand what I'm talking about. I- I'm paying for that now physically. But spiritually speaking, physically, physical state is only a mind. Spiritually speaking, I can let my feet hit the floor no matter my limitations. Say no matter my limitations. And trust God to enjoy this day. You know what God let me do today? God let me go to a hospital uh, to to pray with an elderly couple who are the founding members of a church that they left three years ago because they got a new pastor, and the new pastor went a different direction, and they didn't want to cause any wrinkles. They didn't want to cause any problems. So they left just like good Christians should leave, quietly, but they're old, and they're up in age, and they haven't got a new church, and they haven't got a new pastor. And I got a phone call. Would you go? And please just pray over my mom before she has surgery. I said, I'd be honored to go. I went in there, man, and what a privilege it was to just get to witness to those people who don't have a pastor anymore. And I'm going to tell you, by the time I was there, man, whoa, I get goosebumps just tell you. Another guy walked in, a friend of the family walked in named Tom, and, and, and hey, Tom, what are you doing? This is our pastor. The greatest day of my life. The greatest day of my life. You have to make your mind up that tomorrow, today, right now, is the greatest day of your life. Second thing that is found on this for greatness is this. Breathe deep in the midst of turmoil. Hey, somebody asks for prayer for patience. Look at number two. Breathe deep. In the midst of turmoil, be calm and take a deliberate action when everybody else is falling apart. Todd Jordan's got a saying. I love Todd Jordan's saying. Todd says this. I don't care who's leading as long as they know uh, that the person's leading is in charge. Todd said, I don't care who's leading the show. I don't care where we're going as long as the person's in charge. You know, when you keep a calm, cool, collective head in turmoil, man. It's a beautiful thing. All hell can be breaking loose around you. But if you remain calm, trust God. He said, if you have the faith of what? A mustard seed, that I can move a mountain. The devil's coming tonight, tomorrow, next week, next year, next month, to put these mountains in our way. I went and saw Jesse the plantist over at, at a, a church in Humble. And he said, man, we're teaching, people, we're teaching people in church too wrong today. He said, we're teaching people too wrong in church today. And, and, I, and he said, we teaching people to be mountain climbers. God did not intend for us to fight our own battles. He did not intend for us to climb the mountain. He intended for us to speak to the mountain and tell the mountain to be removed. So number two is strong for your life. Number two is exciting for your life because it says, deep breath, musha. Now, whether you believe this or not, as, as, as awesome as I am, sometimes people get upset with me. And and lita will come in, or Mary will come in, or one of the elders will come in and say, such and such is here, and they want to talk to you. And I go, whoosh! No, I don't really do that, but I might start, because that sounds pretty cool. (laughs) But I say, just a minute. Give me just, Vix been with me a long time. I'll say, just give me just a minute. I might shut my door. I might take a deep breath. I might say, God, we got this. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. We're going to go with this thing with love. We're going to go with this thing with peace. And never once, never once has God failed me when I kept a cool head. Now the times I lost my temper, I failed myself. And we fail ourselves when we lose our temper because what happens when we lose our temper? We open our mouth. And when we open our mouth, what we have is assumption. And assumption is what? I'll move on. Number three, live aggressively and appreciate every second. What does that mean, Brother Mark? That means do your very best. Do your very best as a mom, as a wife, as a husband. Be aggressive in your love. Be aggressive in your parenting. Be aggressive on the job. Not not obnoxious. Aggressive. Be the best. First one there and the last one to leave. That hadn't skipped a generation. We've just raised a generation of lazy people. I've asked several people over and over again. Hey, man, before you leave, would you shut that gate out there? Would you make sure you shut that gate out there? Make sure you shut that gate out there. Make sure you shut those double gates out there because I don't want to have to do it all the time. I don't want Brother Vic or Joe or somebody have to do it all the time. Listen, live aggressively. Take that extra step. Walk out there if somebody asks you to do that because the Bible says, now I'm going off a of biblical principle. The Bible says if somebody asks you to carry your coat, carry two miles. One of the hardest things for me is letting my yes be my yes and my no be my no. A lot of times I say yes when I really want to say no. But it don't stop me overly aggressively approaching whatever I have to approach to do the best that I can do. Because there's greatness inside of me and there's greatness inside of you. And you have to get in the car and you have to drive to that greatness. Somebody said I'm waiting for my ship to come in. You don't wait for your ship to come in. You go buy a boat and you get out there and you make the best you can out of it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to win the lotto. Woo! You might as well wait to get hit by lightning because your odds are better to get hit by lightning than in order to win the lotto. Number four, make opportunities happen by taking action. Remember, there is no luck. Touch somebody and say, There's no such thing as luck. (laughs) Touch somebody else, they didn't believe you. There's no such thing as luck. No such thing as luck. God opens a door, God opens an opportunity. God opens a door, and God opens an opportunity you have to seize that you have to grab that you have to get a hold of that even if it takes you out of your comfort zone even if it takes you out of your norm god will take care of you some of you right now are doing something like miss ellen standing on stage doing what god's told her to do and that is not the norm for this converse wearing beautiful woman who's rocking my bass guitar She's not. I saw her the other day. She's like, she was like, she was like first first Sunday it was like Second Sunday. Fourth Sunday, there was a fifth Sunday was like, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing no more. I wanna go back. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go back. I think it's somebody else is calling. Sixth Sunday. Sixth Sunday. I even see her look at y'all sometimes, see if y'all praising and worshiping God. So if Miss Ellen can overcome her fears and her reservations, why can't you get out of your doggone seats and praise and worship God on Sunday morning? For reals. She has some Michael Jackson gloves and everything. I tripped out. I looked up there and said, Lord, have mercy. 1986 is in the house. Converse and Michael Jackson. and Man, we're on our way here at the Cowboy Church. Make opportunities happen by taking action. Remember, there's no such thing as luck. Number five, always believe in yourself and your dreams. Always believe in yourself and your dreams. I don't care how old you are. Believe in yourself and believe in your dreams. I saw Miss Barbara, 70 years old, start up a jewelry business, put it in a craziest location I could ever thought a person put it in. But she followed her dreams, and she was successful. She was successful for three years in her own jewelry business, called it Classy Lady. It was beautiful. She made beautiful jewelry. And then, 72 years old, this is before she moved, 72 years old, she reached out and started selling her stuff on eBay and the Internet. I said, I am 43 and don't know how to use eBay. (laughs) But Miss Barbara followed her dreams. You know what she told me? She said, Breeder, I'd rather tried once and failed than never tried at all. In the cowboy language, in the cowboy culture, I like to say I'd rather been a has been than a never was. I'd better have been that guy that used to ride bulls, that guy that used to rope, that guy that used to take chances. I am so proud of Beverly and Harry and Brother Vic and Miss Connie and some of these people who have stepped out of the norm, got these motorcycles, who said they would never do that, man. And here they are. They've overcome their fears. They're riding around the world now and sharing what God has. Why? Because they had to overcome their fears. They stepped out. They had a dream. They had a vision. And bam, they're on their way. That's you too. That is you, too. Number six, I left this in there because they deserve it. Dance with your kids when their friends are around. I went and saw my youngest today at the feed store. And, man, he was so excited when I pulled up. I said, load up that ton of feed, boy. Hold on, I'll get the forklift, and I'll do it by hand. Daddy's watching. No, I let him take the fort forklift. But just my presence in his life, just being there, just hugging on him, just love, meeting his friends. This is Octavia. This is Travis. This is my dad. Dance with your kids in the rain. Get in the floor and roll with them. Sometimes at my house, and don't you tell them, are they here? They better not. Maybe they're out there, I pray. They're getting too old to fight with. Because they're starting to hurt me, brother Joe. They're starting to hurt me. Like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Used to I could say, "Hit me, hit me as hard as you can." Any dads do that? Hit me as hard as you can. Well, when they six foot five and two forty, don't say that. He hit me the other day. I think he knocked a week off my life. He working out in the gym, walking around like this. I said, "Boy, you soft." Let me show you, Dad. Hit me. Hit me. Oh, cool. don't hit me again. (laughs) Don't hit me again. (laughs) To find that greatness, number seven, you can't be jealous of other people. You have to be inspired by other people. I think that I'm going to have that somewhere on the wall in our new church. Don't be jealous. Be inspired. What does that mean, Brother Mark? If you see somebody else doing good, it should inspire you to do good. If you see somebody else being successful in an area, it should inspire you to be successful in that area. You see somebody else sober, it should inspire you to be sober. You see somebody else that's not doing meth anymore, it should, it should inspire you not to do meth anymore. You see somebody taking chances, taking risks, and when you take chances and you take risks, the Bible says there is great reward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't go around being jealous when God's blessing somebody else. Be inspired. Man, I sure like that house. I got some friends, man. They got a house, man. I mean, mean, it looks like Fort Knox out there, man. It's nice. It's beautiful. I don't go out there and say, man, I'm jealous. I'm I'm envious. I go out there and say, man, God sure has blessed you. Maybe one day God would bless me with a place like this. But as for now, I'm gonna be happy for you. Can I come over? Can I go fishing? Can I hang out with you? Can I rub your head for some God God favor? Does it work that way? People are so jealous of other Christians. I talked about this with some pastors the other day, and I've been asked to, preach. I've been asked to speak Sunday night at First Baptist of Willis, and, and uh, I, I, uh, I was sharing this with some pastors the other day, that Christian people, you, say you, Christian people are the first ones to kill their own. Not only kill them, but they'll eat them. They'll crucify their own. One minute they can love you, the next minute they hate you. God starts blessing you, you'll find out who your true friends are. God lays his hand and puts his favor on you. I learned at Joel Osteen's church the other night, you can have all the gifts and talent in the world, Granny. You can have all the gifts and talent and play that piano, all that. But if you ain't got an anointing, you ain't got nothing. You got nada, zero, zip. That's when I said when you get on there, you sing. And you sing so loud that you don't need a mic for the world to hear you. Because that's where the anointing comes. That's where the favor comes. When God blesses her on that, I, I, I don't, I, I, Mary said to me the other day, she said, I, I'm going to try to take me some keyboard lessons. I said, you can do it, baby. I know you do. She said, I always wanted to play one. And Richard said, he showed me the basics. I said, you learn the basics, and we'll take you downtown and let somebody like B.B. Uh, 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 King show you the, 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 the real deal. Why? because I want her to be the best. God wants you to be the best. If it's putting in a window, he wants that window to look good. If it's putting in a door, he wants that thing on the level. He wants your very best. And if somebody does it a little better than you, you all not be jealous. Be inspired. I've been inspired. I've been inspired by being around great pastors, great people, great men of God. I want to inspire others. Number eight, I got a little time. When you're talking to someone, listen to them very carefully as if it was the last time you'll hear their voice. How many people know that tonight? When was the last time you hung up the phone on somebody and never got to call them again? Put a picture of Mary's mom on my Facebook earlier. Wish I could have called her and just said I love her. I won't be able to talk to her this side of heaven, but I'll be able to have a conversation up there. But talk to people. Listen. Look at them in the eye. What happened to the day where we looked folks in the eyeball? Not all over the place. Really, I love you. Sometimes people want a piece of me here and and there and there. I try to make time. I try to listen. There are some that are real needy and and you know i may not give them that much cuz i got to give somebody else that much and and it's just really really hard but i know as i grow i want to be connected to my people so if i want greatness in my life i don't want to be so far up here that my nose is so far up here my attitude so far up here and you shouldn't want that either as god developed you so you should look at people you should talk to people you should love people take a minute and sit down. There are some great listeners in this church. And I want to be just like them. There are some great listeners in this church. And I want to be just like them. You can pour your heart out to them. They won't say a word till it's time for them to talk. When they open their mouth, you better listen. Look at people. Love people. Maybe the last time you hear their voice, men. If you got a daughter, number nine, show them what kind of guy she she be looking for by the way you treat your wife. You can be great at church all you want, but if you ain't great at home, it don't matter. Back home in my home church, there was this man that got up with a cane one night. A sweet little old man, probably in his fifties. I say old. I'm sorry. Young, 50 years young. 50 is a new 30. 70 is a new 60. I don't know. He got up one night. I was sitting there in the back row. He started claiming and proclaiming how great a wife he had, how beautiful she was, and how she always, t- it was testified night. And he stood up, and he had his cane, and he was shaking. He said, since my health's been deteriorating, and my wife, she's the best thing that ever had me. I love her, I love her. I wouldn't know what to do without her. God, she's just a God sent to me, this and that and the other. And, man, he just went on and on and on and on. And when he got done, I leaned over to my friend. I said, man, that was just sweet. That was amazing. That's the way I want to feel about my wife. He said, Brother Mark, he beats her. He hits her. He cusses and physically and abuses her. I said, do what? He said, yeah, I've had to go over there two or three times because he was a cop. Take that guy to jail. I said, my goodness. You know, love your wife. Respect your wife. Respect the mother of your children. Go out of your way to get whatever they need because why? They usually go out of the way to take care of your every need. I love this about greatness. Number 10. Realize when you think you're working hard, there are many others who succeeding in life by working harder than you. They're putting in one more hour, doing one more rep, working to help one more person how many sees that today i was so proud of justin working 24 hours straight the other day one more hour i'm sure he wanted to quit i'm sure he wanted to lay down i'm sure he wanted to go home but he worked one more hour man it was just a revelation you got 25 30 year old men that got kids won't even get up and go to work and here i got one that'll work one more hour go one more longer That's what it goes back to, staying late, being the first one there, the last one to leave. Staying late, doing your part, working harder than anybody else. Arnold Schwarzenegger, anybody ever heard of that guy? I'll be back. Y'all know who he is now? I just was wondering. He used to break in the gym in his hometown at night and work out when nobody else was there. He'd work out when they were there, and he'd leave the bathroom unlocked, and he'd crawl through the window, and he'd get in there, and he'd work out one more hour, one more time, harder than everybody else. And you know what happened to him? He became famous and rich and Mr. Universe. Why? Why? Because he did it harder, longer, better than everybody else. What if we did that at a garage sale here? What if we did that supporting our youth here? What if we did that? Number 11, leave your kids a special note in their book bag and they'll find it during the day and know how much you care. Lita said her mom used to do that. Hold the one you love one more second. And squeeze hard. Challenge yourself every day. T. G. Jake says, if you're the far- smartest person in the room, you need to change friends. Challenge yourself every day. Find a mentor. Find a brother. Find an accountability partner. Find somebody that you can trust. Find somebody that you can call when you're about to lose your mind. Find somebody you can call when you're about to lose your way. Find somebody who's going to shoot you straight every time and love that person like they were the last person on earth. Do something you fear until it becomes strength. I'm trying to figure out how to overcome my fear of spiders. But I guarantee I'm not going on that show Fear Factor. And let them lay me in a bathtub and throw some spiders all over me. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. But I have killed a few since y'all started making fun of me. Was it you Benny, anyone to put a remote control spider in Scott Jones? I'd have cut his ponytail right off his head, I promise to God. He'd have got scalped. I'd have been like an Indian Jack. He told Mary, he said, Mary, I've got this remote control spider and we'll hide it in the corner of the church. And when Pastor Mark gets to preaching, we'll make it walk up on him. Mary said, brother, he ain't always been safe. (laughs) You better not, Scott. I'm telling you, you don't know him like I know him. You better not. Do something you fear until it becomes strength. Work hard when everybody else has stopped working. Work when no one's looking. Work when there's no end in sight. Any good business owner, any good carpenter, any good pastor, any good Christian will work hard because they know the reward is not in somebody looking. It's when you get finished. You know the hardest part of finding the greatness in you is getting started. The hardest part of any job is getting started. But once you get started, once you kick it off, when I pull a cold out of the pastor and I begin to work with it, that first couple of times, he don't want nothing to do with me. It has to work in repetition. I got to get in his mind. I got to let him know, hey, I'm his friend. I'm for him and not against him. And it takes some time. And you might get kicked and you might get bucked and you might get bit and you might have a hard time trying to get a lead rope on. But eventually... There'll be a trust that's gained. And you'll be able to work together. Be true to yourself. It will inspire others to to be who they really want to be. Learn everything you can to make yourself better, to be a better provider for your family, to be a better man or a better woman. Remember, the time is not consistent. The older you get, the faster it ticks away. Who believes that tonight? Some of you 12-year-olds like, hey, I remember Pastor park when I was five. When I was five, man, it was like yeah, Ninja Turtles and all this stuff, and now we got new kids on the block. And I'm showing my age here. I don't think there's no more new kids on the block. But time goes by so fast. Learn everything you can to make yourself better, to provide better, to be a better man. Remember, time is not constant. The older you get, the faster it ticks away. Always have a a bigger mind. Approach everything as an opportunity and be enthusiastic. How many know that you can still learn something at your age? I want to talk to the know-it-alls in the house. Listen to me. You can learn something at your age. You can learn right now. Let me talk to the know-it-alls. You know who you are. You can learn something. That's hard to swallow because sometimes I feel like, I know, I know, I know how to do it. Don't tell me. But sometimes if I just shut my mouth, someone will have a better way. It's been proven over years that Ford will build a car and Chevrolet will build another one and Dodge will come in and they'll do it a little better than this guy and the next guy's got to do it a little better and the next guy, oh, we're going to put heated seats in. Well, now we got heated steering wheels. Next thing you know, we're just going to have a dry sauna driving around. Because somebody's going to keep building the next big thing. There's always something to learn. 21, drink a gallon of water each day. You want to get healthier? Start drinking water. Except for all that stuff that they put on the internet that was quarantined yesterday. Don't drink any of those brands. Find something great about each person you meet and then tell them how much you appreciate them. How many people know that's important? Appreciate the company you keep. Find something great about them and tell them. I could go around this room tonight and just tell you something great about yourself. I could. It's easy for me because I see people great. I don't see them where they're at. I see them where they're headed. Tristan and Richard pulled me to the side and said, I've never heard nobody talk like that, Pastor Mark. They said, you, you said you, you lead your people from behind. That's right, I push them. Any good cowboy drives a herd. They don't get in front of them and holler. Follow me! Follow me! We're going this way! You push. You watch. You got a straggler, you go there and you try to get it on down the road. You help them when they're sick. You push them on up. You get them to the gate. Sometimes you got to wrangle them in. Sometimes you got to drag them in. Sometimes you got to brand them. 23, I love this one. Progression, not perfection. God's not looking for anybody to be perfect, He's looking for somebody to be willing. Stop beating yourself up for not being perfect and focusing on the small changes that you can make every day to be better. Be humble and work hard. Stop being negative. Oh, 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 highlight that. Let's read that together because some of y'all need to hear this. On 25, somebody's sitting with someone today that really need to hear that amen, I think. Amen, Brother Mark. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 25, let's read it together. One, two, three. Man, what a powerful, powerful thing to find the greatness in you is to stop complaining, to stop being negative all the time. Stop being negative. And then the next one is the greatest thing a preacher could ever hear. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it. The praise reports, the good news, where is it at today? Today. If I had a million dollars, if y'all would just give me a million dollars, I'd start a news station, and it would be called good news. That's what it would be called. And I would find the good in the sunshine, I'd find the good in the rain. I'd find the positive in the bad, and I would find find just greatness in the good. Because the Lord is good news. He is such good news. Such good news. I was over there with Jose the other day, our police officer that's working with us. And I was telling him, as I've gotten older and gotten more smarter, it ain't about the house you live in or the car you drive, the clothes you wear, the boots you got, the bike you ride. It ain't about none of that. It ain't about the material things. Material things are going to rust away. That house you live in one day is not going to be there anymore. How many know for sure that the house you grew up in is not there anymore? Greatness is found on the inside of you. When you stop being negative, when you stop complaining, when you start appreciating the little stuff and the big stuff that God has given you. Take action, live in strength and not fear. Never give up. Whatever you do, never give up. You will fail and make a lot of mistakes. See number 28, never give up. Encourage others, inspire them to live great lives. You will get it back tenfold. Is that biblical? I'm done. Listen to me. I'm going to get these last ones done. Listen to me. When you've given all of yourself, give a little more. Be constantly honest and look people in the eye when you speak to them. Have no regrets. Pay it 360. You reap what you sow. Fear, it is, fear, is in, fear is the only darkness. Remember, the most important things in life don't cost any money love, friendship, hope, respect, dignity, and character. All those are free. But if you don't have them, it's a high price to pay. Go into everything you do with confidence. Never let defeat negative thoughts enter your mind. See yourself achieve greatness before it even happens. Saw a guy on the Internet holding a pit bull dog. Never seen anything like this in my entire life, Brother Vic. He was holding this pit bull dog between his legs, and this dog was looking straight ahead, at this brick wall. Has anybody seen that? It was really cool. He he was holding that dog, and he said, Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And that dog was just looking at that wall, looking at that wall, and that dog took off, and he ran up a three-story building. Straight up. Not an incline. Straight up the wall like Spider-Man. Grabbed a tire and floated back down. How'd he get that high? He saw and believed that he could do it. You have to come upon something and know in your heart that you can do it. Come upon something, a job, a task, a marriage, a love, a forgiveness, and know that you can do it. That's good stuff. Go into everything you do and do it with confidence. Never let defeat or negative thoughts enter your mind. See yourself achieve greatness before it happens. That dog knew it was going to happen before it happened. Number 37, building your legacy and defying your character is about how you treat people who can absolutely do nothing for you. I go back to Mother's Day and how we pulled our car over. And Mary gave her Mother's Day rose to a little homeless lady named Mary who could absolutely do nothing for us but what we did for her. Man, I know God's got her on the greatness road right now. I believe she's sober tonight. I believe she's on her way. I believe maybe she started her relationship with her kids again. It just takes one small gesture, Michelle. Maybe they do come to AA. Maybe they do smell like they're drunk. Maybe they do been drunk. Maybe their clothes stink. Maybe they took a shower. Maybe they've been living in their car. Maybe they got nothing. Maybe they got nobody. But when you wrap your arms around that person who can give you nothing and say everything's going to be okay. Man. I should have saved this for Sunday morning. It's just too good. stuff realizing you're powerful beyond your measure and capable of doing 20 times more than you ever thought was possible 39 is really important and number 40 is the most important if you have good friends hold on to them tell them every day how much they mean to you never let them go they will give you strength and encourage you when you lose your way thank God for my friends I was with somebody who I admired the other day and said pastor I I really don't have a lot of friends I got a lot of church family I really don't have a lot of family but I got a lot of church family I never was that popular, Pastor. But man, a lot of people like me now. Man, I know how that shoe fits. But God said, I chose you. You're a chosen people. I chose you for greatness. Of course, if you're chosen for greatness, people are going to love you. Always happens that way. If you have good friends, hold on to them. Tell them every day how much they mean to you and never let them go. They will give you strength and encourage you as as you start to lose your way. And the last one, the most important one, empower your children to live their lives with no limits. I don't know where God wants to take my boys, but I want them to take Him all the way. You see, they already got their wings. A lot of us already got our wings. We know where we're going to go. Let's not limit ourselves. Small-minded people stay small. Limited people stay limited. I was over at Joey and Carrie's house the other day, and Joey says, man, we really ain't got really any neighbors. These people are like, they stay in their house all the time. They, they never come out. They, they never go nowhere. They're just like hermits. Get up! Get out! Go do something! Tell your kids, yes, they can. Pat them on the back and send them on their way. Tell your grandkids, man, you know what? I might have messed up with your, da- your son. I might have messed up with your- my daughter. But let me say this. I won't mess up with you. I won't make the same mistake twice. Listen, you don't have no limits. <laughs> Granny's here to support you. Grandpa's here. We got you back. Here's some money. Be all you can be. You can do it. Where would you be today if somebody pushed you like that? I know where I'd be probably a lot further along than I've been. Take these things that you learned tonight. Put them on your refrigerator. Study them. Put them on your mirror. Read them to yourself. Start one day at a time. I'm going to do this one today. I'm going to do this one tomorrow. When I get to 31, because there's usually 31 days in a month, I'm going to keep on going. That's why I love what there's only 40 days I give you tonight things that will help you be great in life amen let's pray together Father thank you for this time it has been good to be in the house of the Lord tonight Lord we love you and we praise you tonight Lord and thank you so much for the Bible study that we had here Lord that we are chosen people chosen by you for you And to love others. I believe the people in this church can do all those things. I believe the people in this church. Tonight, right here. Every one of us. No one is excluded. Every one of us. Can be great. And have a great life. But the choice is ours. We choose you tonight. Lord Jesus, we choose you. Show us the way. Teach us your ways, Lord. We love you and we praise you tonight. In his precious name I pray. Amen. amen. Somebody give God a praise, amen. God